Welcome to this week's MTD On Lockdown podcast, supporting engineering in unprecedented times. Today we are live from our homes discussing the week's events and more importantly why engineers need supporting more than ever in these times. Um, I'm Giovanni Albanese hosting today's show, a passionate engineer with 25 years experience in the industry and a proud member of the MTD team. I have the pleasure to be joined by firstly Mr Paul Jones, the founder and managing director of MTD CNC. Paul's a true advocate for engineering with over 25 years experience from an apprentice at Rolls-Royce to working in sales for large global uh, machine tool companies, which led to uh, producing and founding MTD CNC, which is now probably one of the largest manufacturing technology and, and engineering platforms around the world. Welcome, Paul, and I hope you have some better jokes for us this evening. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I, I listen to your introduction every time, and um, I would say you made one mistake there. It wasn't I didn't do my apprenticeship at Rolls-Royce. It's I drive a Rolls-Royce. <laughs> No, great to be here with you. So uh, that's not a bad joke. (laughs) And a man um, that needs no introduction whatsoever, the silver fox himself, Colin Griffiths, who's never short of a joke or two. Colin is the director of the MTD Network, is dedicated to helping manufacturers uh, win more work, and that has never been as important as it is today so uh, welcome to this podcast guys it's it's an absolute pleasure it's six o'clock in the evening on a thursday night and colin this is your time for, for well you've got a beer there but it's your wine appreciation night it is um the wine's just chilling at the moment so a nice red in the fridge only joking i want to I take a step back though geo because geo 25 years experience as an engineer how many years those are any good though i mean how much scrapping was going on there oh mate up I think when I started, I, I scrapped a lot. I did scrap a lot, but I did produce some decent parts as, as well. In, as in, oh, no, no, no. I got beat up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and Jonesy, you've always told us that you're a top salesman at a number of these companies prior to your um, Eureka moment, not your streaker moment. But um, <laughs> were you ever a top salesman? And have you got any trophies to prove it? The answer to your question is yes and yes. But um, I, I can't get them for you at the moment. Why not? Because you can't find them. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. I melted them down. And, uh, <laughs> I would like to ask in the next next um, podcast we do. Why don't you bring them out to prove it to us? Because I, I think that's only reasonable. Because I can bring out some of my trophies as well. Uh, could you? What have you got trophies for then, Colin? Oh, that'll be a surprise. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. You wait and see. They're better than yours though. Anyway, one appreciation night. I did ask. I know we're going to talk about engineering, but one appreciation night. I'm having a crafty beer just to keep going i've stopped up just in case it does go on a little bit a little bit for a little bit but hey ho you never know but uh mr uh, mr albanese geo to our friends he recommended a san Giovanni san or a primitivo they're I the did, expensive yeah. ones from the range that's why you recommend them cheeky sounds <laughs> they're actually middle of the range actually but they're, they're definitely my favorites they are the, the middle of the range you the told me that then, that's why you charge me 50 quid a bottle Ah oh, no, the Amarone and the Prim- the, the Amarone um, and the Ripasso are the more dear dear wines, but they're not too bad. They're, they're, for for a man of your caliber, Colin, more more than affordable. <laughs> and the massive thumbs. 
<laughs> and I just someone someone said this is a bit like Floyd on four, isn't it? As the show goes on, we're probably going to get a little bit more. A little bit more tipsy. Anyway, moving on. Are we talking engineering, guys? Yeah, so the point of this podcast, really, Colin, is we're week into we're into week two of our MTD lockdown, effectively. This is the second uh, podcast um, that we're actually doing remotely, the second the second one. Um, And last week we were discussing, you know, the week's events. This week we're actually going to be discussing why. How are engineers getting gone and why do they need support more than ever? You, you're on the front line, effectively, speaking to the end users every day, Colin. What, what feedback have you been getting? Well, put it under pressure. Um, well, first of all, if, um, I don't know if, if anybody's been speaking to Paul, but um, it's not furlonged. That's what a horse runs along. The thing. <laughs> furlonged. <laughs> furlough it's based on the um it's, da- it's come from danish not a danish pastry pool so back off where when the, the the soldiers when they weren't fighting they were furloughed there you go how's that for a bit of a very boring trivia anyway moving on a lot of engineers i well, maybe 50 50 have furloughed a lot of staff but what they've done a lot of engineers have skilled not skilled up they've invested in automation so your sliders your robots I mean, gantries and things like that. I mean, great example was Stuart from our Empire yesterday. He was on MTD Daily. He's got a, a whole raft of sliders there and the CMZ with that with the gantry. He hasn't furloughed any, any stuff, but he's really, really busy doing all these ventilator parts and he can he can run 24-7. So that's a good side of things in terms that, of there's that, 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 are busy. Really, yeah, really that, I won't quote one directly because I can't, we're, we're live, but he, he said that um, they're, they're there's something deep in in work. They're running 24-7, 12 and a half hour shifts. It's just absolutely gone crazy. Yeah. And I think yeah, that, yeah, Stuart, Stuart was a really good interview. Uh, it was it was really encouraging to talk to him and hear that um, although I know you say he's making uh, ventilator parts, Colin, the his his <laughs> involvement in the medical is is actually quite limited. Um, mm. but what, what he is doing is he's still busy with. So where where we have people, engineers saying that you know, it's all medical at the moment. Um, you know, they're the only companies that are busy. That isn't, you know, that isn't really coming out being the case. I think companies that that were busy doing their their general subcontract work are still keeping their heads above water in a lot of instances. But you're dead right, Colin. You know, not often I'll say that. I think a lot of uh, a lot of the success of these companies that are still busy, you tend to find and, and see that they're using, you know, the latest technologies, automation. Uh, and of course, if, if when you have got this social distancing in place, if you, the more staff you've got in a workshop, the more difficult it is to be able to practice that. So, of course, automation is a, you know, is a real help there. Well, yeah, Paul, I, I don't like to be corrected, but I'm going to have to accept that. Yeah, Stuart did say, actually, I don't think he was doing many ventilator parts, but he's really, really busy. Uh, but didn't you have social social distancing before this all came in, Paul? Because, well, should we say no more on that? <laughs> have oh. you got your Bob Monkhouse book of jokes with you tonight? I've seen you turn around and look at, you know, I think you've got them written on the wall or something, have you? No, behind the screen yeah. so i can just you know quickly reference them without you know making it too obvious i've just <laughs> noticed that cogs cog still are watching uh, the show uh, with a cheeky hendrix now they're supplying uh, products to manufacture the ventilator parts so 
we're dealing with both sides, aren't we? We're dealing with the sellers of equipment and we're also dealing with the end users that are manufacturing the parts and staying busy. And, and the manufacturers out there, in my opinion, not getting enough credit um, in, the, in, in the public domain for, for what they're actually doing at the minute. I think it's absolutely um, amazing. But looking at it from... Yeah, oh, very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If people don't know what a cogs, what a cogs are actually supplying... Yeah, well, Cogsdill uh, are supplying the, the roller burnishing tools um, uh, for the internal bores. Um, right. I don't know what components they're actually manufacturing with them. However, it's 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 just one particular comp component product that's being supplied out there to, 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 to manufacture these parts. I mean, Paul done the technical corner uh, that went out this week. I believe it was Tuesday, Paul, um, for the, the robo drills from Fanuc. Um, and, and they're being used, you know, and they're work, they're working perfectly um, because there's still a necessity for equipment in this particular moment in time. And, and people still need to produce uh, parts. So, I mean, looking at it from both perspectives, obviously, it's a bad situation that we're in. There's no there's no doubt about that. But um, oh, roller burnishing uh, and deburring tools. It's just just come on there. Um what what are well, engineers saying? One quick point, if I may. You said that Cogsdill are doing the internal bores. I'm assuming when Paul's out about his external bore with his really bad gags. <laughs> Boom. I said good jokes tonight, Colin. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I think I know people might be surprised, but I I, I live alone, and I, I've been stuck at home all day. I need to, you know, exfoliate. You know, you know, looking at it from both sides, you know, obviously you're dealing predominantly more with maybe the sellers and Collins dealing more predominantly with the end users. Uh, we're both in it together. I mean, you had Hoffman on um, uh, with Tim Patterson on today on Daily News. I um, mean, he was saying how he was working remotely with his clients to help them during this time um it's a joint effort you know what are your thoughts on this um this week this week uh it's good to do this every week because it, it allows you to look back on what you've done this week and who you've spoken to and yeah the the, the sort of daily broadcasts that we're doing we've spoken to all ends of the spectrum yeah companies that are um you know supplying machines supplying cutting tools uh, and of course, also the end users that we're talking about, like Stuart. And it's just really interesting to 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 get a feel for how they're reacting to the situation. I would say at the moment that the uh, machine tool suppliers, specifically in some areas, certainly on the sliding head side, uh, are still very busy, and they're seeing a, a massive upturn in demand for their product. But they need to deliver it quickly. Uh, they need to, you know, install the machines quickly because these uh, parts for the medical sector are needed very quickly. It's also interesting to hear about the supply of some of these parts um, down the supply chain and how, how so many engineers are involved in these projects. It's like the suppliers have not just, you know, selected one, two, three or four companies to make all these components. They've actually spread it quite thinly across the, um, across the supply chain so there's a lot more companies involved than maybe in other types of projects now i wonder whether there's an element of that where they're just trying to keep you know lots of engineering companies busy which is good or they're literally just trying to get these parts as fast as possible 
Uh, and when when these projects are finished, it'll be interesting to see where the market is. But certainly from the machine tool suppliers perspective, I'm I'm hearing some some good and bad things. I'm hearing that, that you know, the certainly the aerospace sector and things like that have really, really quietened, uh, quietened up. But as I say, in the sliding head area, uh, as you mentioned, FANUC robo drills, automation FANUC robots and things like that are still there's still a demand out there and there's, they're still being sold. So the doing this daily show that we do really does keep you in tune with what's going on. And I've got to say, when you look at social media at the moment, it's just a wash with, with what people are up to, isn't it? It just shows that this is the way people communicate now. This is the way people see what everybody else is up to. So it's, it's good to be able to be at the forefront of that. Matt, Matt, Janessa just popped up on social media as we as you were speaking, Paul. Um, he's, he's swapped his production now, completely manufacturing ventilator parts 24-7. So well done, Matt. A big uh, thank you to you. It's absolutely brilliant um, news. Now, we are... Because that, that contract that um, Michael and Subcontinent or Michael have got on the back, that's actually off the back of MTD Network. Brilliant. We've got a huge contract and there's... It's not just Micron. There's a, a Micron subcon. There's a there's a load of engineers who've all taken, you know, two, three, four, five pieces because there's loads. I know um, Stephen Newport CNC is is cracking on doing a load of work work as well at the same time. So, that's, you know, it's just been fantastic, and it's been enabled these people who who are looking to supply these ventilator parts. They can come to us, and and rather than to phone or email loads and loads of different companies, they can put it all on one site, pop it in there, and we'll go to loads and loads of engineers, and they they've all got different skill sets. So you can all do your, your milling, your turning, your EDM, whatever it might be. So it's just it's just worked absolutely perfect in, for this example. It really has. Colin, when you say come to us, you're referring to the MTD network. You're actually and, and what, what we referred to at the very beginning of this podcast, you know, the importance of supporting the engineers in at this oh. moment in time. That's exactly what you are doing with the network. And, and it's really proving um it's really proving that it's actually working now. You're winning a lot of work. And, and just as you mentioned there, Microlock is just one of many examples of that. Um, you know, how, for people that are looking to win that work, how should they get in touch with you briefly? It's not a sales pitch, but there's probably people out there that are looking to, to get work and keep themselves going. How should they get in touch with you? Uh, it's, it's as simple as, I mean, we're, we're complicated. It's as simple as going to mtd.network. On your on your um, internet browser, and then there's a, um, a a join button, the red button, and then um, that'll come through to me, and I'll, I'll get in contact. I had a couple of guys today actually, so I've got to, I haven't actually spoken to them today, but I've got to follow them up tomorrow morning. But um, so you know, there's loads of people out there. But it's not just about that; it's also about you know, yeah, we want to get these guys to work, especially at this moment. It's about showcasing and, and promoting what they do as well, because the engineers are busy, like like Matt said there, he's, he's busy. He's, Working twenty four seven, which is probably a first for for, for Matt Janess. A little bit harsh, I know, but I, I can say that I've known him for at least three weeks. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's about promoting, showcasing what they can do as well, so people will see. Well, you know, you're making this type of part. Obviously, that's not a part; that's my hand. But you know, we've been showcasing this on MTD Daily, where the, the engineers have been saying, "Well, it's all one of the jamming chat, but look, this is what we this is what we do. This is we make this part. We've got this machine." And sure, it was a great example because he actually walked around the machine shop, so. Just it's it's way of actively actively promoting them essentially, and it's so easy. We do it. They can get their head stuck into that machine, and we could do all the well, we could do all the hard work. I'd like to think, but uh, I've never I've never worked a machine properly. Well, I've been in. <laughs> it's like well, I'm a bit like you and Paul. 
<laughs> Never worked machine properly. <laughs> You've done some tapping not long back. Remember we had that visit at uh, Allen N? Uh, you did yeah, a little bit of tapping. Manufactured. No, no, no. Come on, Gio. No, no, that's not, sorry, my my, my mistake. Yeah. You, um, I, you have to say the next one in Richard Demchinsky. Go on in. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to try. I just want to go back a step now. We mentioned automation. You mentioned automation. Paul's mentioned automation um, with the robo job, you know, the robo drill and the automation, the FANET robots that also can accompany that milling machine. Now, we had Hydrofeed um, in. A podcast remotely, obviously, uh, yesterday, Ashley Page and Martin Page, and we were discussing the current situation, but also discussing um, automation and how they're getting on in this in, in this current climate. They're still doing in installations, um, but it's quite obvious to see at the minute, not just with automation, but the latest technology. People are that, that have been investing in the latest technology, such as automation, sliding head technology. Uh, Industry 4.0, uh, working remotely. These are the people at this present moment in time that really do seem to be winning the work and do seem to be benefiting. Not, not that anyone is benefiting. That, that's not probably the right word to say. But do seem to be getting the work at this moment in time. Another point there, if I may. Um, we had Martin on. We've got him on an MTD daily, and he was talking about furlonging furloughing i know but um i i, I didn't question at the time because I, I was i was just in the studio watching but um he was on about bringing guys putting guys furloughing guys and then bringing them back and i, I wasn't 100 sure about about whether you could do that or not and I, I i did question him on it you know just to make sure and as i understand it and you need to check it check your details here but i think you can furlough them for three weeks and then bring them back and then you can furlough them again if required i don't know the ins and outs you need to go onto the government website so the yeah. uh, just on Martin's daily, what, what I thought was was really interesting was some of the things you don't think about him saying that even though they are still installing bar feeds and they've, they've got, uh, you know, quite a lot of orders that are, that are coming through. The things that they have to concern themselves now with is, you know, if you're going to send a guy to Newcastle to to install a bar feed, is he going to be able to eat? Is he where's he going to be able to stay? Uh, so, you know, I don't. I hadn't, hadn't necessarily considered some of those aspects. And there's some of the other challenges that these guys are facing at the moment, um, understandably. And that must be exactly the same for the, for the you know, the machine tool, uh, the machine tool suppliers. Um, Gee, I was just going to ask yourself, um, you, you obviously did also podcast this week, or you've upped the frequency of your podcast. So they're now three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and um, as we're doing now, uh, we had Hoffman on uh, the other day. Uh, what did you take from the podcast with them about uh, marketing in these sort of challenging times and what you do? Because I thought some of the points that John made were quite interesting. Yeah, so um, you, you're quite right, Paul. Now, we're increasing the, the podcast frequency to three times a week. Um, the same with question time. That's now once a week instead of uh, once a month. And this is due to the, the increased demand with everyone being at home and, and watching the content that we're producing. And let me just say that, in my opinion, this is a perfect chart time for everyone to re-educate themselves, look at the content that we're producing, and to be able to maybe introduce some new processes and products when this is all over. And, and it will be over soon, hopefully, um, sooner rather than later. It was a brilliant podcast. You were involved in the podcast with me, Paul, with John Muskett, who's the UK marketing manager from the Hoffman um, Group in the UK. He was tasked with um, raising awareness of Hoffman um, in the UK. Now, they're a billion 
um, Euro organization globally. So that they're, they're not they're not a small outfit in any way, shape, or form. However, they've only launched officially in the UK. Um, I think it was August last year, 2019. And um, they've been in the UK from about 2007, I believe, but um, quite low key. Um, they, they had their official launch. And, and like I said, John's been tasked with that. Now, he believes, to answer your question, sorry, it's gone on a little bit, Paul. He yeah. believes yeah. at this time, it's more imperative than it's ever been. Because not only to, to build up your brand, but also to educate people. Like I mentioned, people have got more time now to learn. You know, when you're, you know, when you're under the cush and you're working 50, 60 hour weeks just to get the parts out the door or, you know, you don't get that luxury to be able to think, what am I doing right? But also, more importantly, what am I doing wrong? This is the time to be really, to really be able to analyse what you're doing within your manufacturing facility. And when we get out of this, which we will, make it better. And I think that the people that have all, like, like we mentioned a few minutes ago, invested in all that latest technology are really, not the right word, benefiting, but they're really seeing, they're being able to work still. They're being able to win the work. They're being able to produce the parts a lot more, uh, in, in a lot faster way, a lot more efficiently. Uh, you know, it, it's just really, it's really, really highlighting that. Sorry, that, yeah, that's a yeah. GG. I feel uh, I try sorry, yeah, it's all going to politics. That's not a segue, and that's not one of those stupid bikes you ride around. I know you stood on one and it broke, that's another story. Um, chatting to the engineers, we're talking about furloughing, and but some some have been furlonged, furloughed, yes, I know. Um, <laughs> Some are very busy. You're talking about the automation there and things like that, which is absolutely fantastic. But I was chatting to an engineer today, and he's going, Colin, where's where's the support for these for, for engineers in terms of finance and things like that? Because, and I've been speaking to some finance guys as well, and at the moment they're just messing around. They don't know what's going on. The banks are just not coming to the table. They won't lend people money, and he, he's gone to the. He's trying to get some support for, via the government website. And trying to find, find and he can he said he can go well he hasn't gone down to his local pub but his local pub can get ten thousand pound grant another one which is a bit you know a bit more turnover can get twenty five thousand pound grant but there's nothing on there for engineers at the moment that he could see I might be wrong and it doesn't happen often I accept that but what support are a the government giving in terms of engineers who haven't got loads of business at the moment but also the finance companies because at the moment I understand it yet some some finance companies are saying well we'll put up we'll hold your payments for three months which is absolutely fantastic on to help to cut the guys out. But they're not being, there's, um, I'm trying to think what it's called, C-bills or something like that. There's um, a lending scheme, but it's just, sounds like it's an absolute mess at the moment. And these people are in, some of them are in, you know, they don't want to close down, but they might be pushed to because they're going to run out of cash. So we need to know where this money is going to come from and how the government is support on that side of things. And the banks, it's all well and good. I mean, there's the... Um, the chief executive of RBS NatWest Group on on the last on the on last night, and she basically she was just waffling, and I'm just really really disappointed. Sorry, I'm not going to hold back on that because no, I, I think it businesses need need support right now, and waiting for two or three hours, for example, is just ridiculous. I think what what you are saying though, Colin, is that the you know, um, and I would agree with this. The industry does need to 
need to get back on track as fast as possible. I know we're obviously in these very difficult times, but, you know, I always try and think and always try and say that every day that goes by, we're getting a day closer to, um, you know, to, to getting back to some semblance of, of, of normality. Um, it must be very challenging yet yeah, for, for government at the moment to, to try and satisfy the needs of every business, obviously with oh, their, their primary concern being, the health of, uh, you know, people within the country. I did see a lot on social media today about manufacturers receiving a letter, which was encouraging, which basically said that, you know, manufacturing needs to keep going. Um, and that, you know, with a, with a heart of, of the economy and thanks for the support during this time. And in fact, I've seen and spoken to probably a dozen engineers uh, over the past day or so that have received that sort of correspondence. So um, I think they're they're aware that we're in it, but I don't disagree. I think you know any support that can be given to us at this time. I mean, as a business, we're we're lucky. We haven't uh, you know furloughed or furloughed, as you say, Colin. Anyone, but our business is different. You know, we we, yeah. we work. I'm, I'm, I'm going to interject there. today. So um, you know, there's you know, no what means it means sharp and let me talk. But Sorry. It's, it's not it's not a political debate things like that. But what is the value of sending out letters to people? These, these guys who are running out of cash rapidly, they want an easy route where they can, even if it's a, they don't want to be just a subsidy or a, you know, charitable. They just want some money to get them through. And they want to find, they want an easy way to do it and not through loads of hurdles and stuff. What I'm saying is the government needs to make it a lot, a lot simpler for them. You know, these guys aren't doing it because they want to, want to just get the money and, oh, you know, it's a bit of free cash. It's not, they're, they're struggling and they want some support and they want an easy route to market. That's all they want. In fact, I'm going to drop in there because just before we start on this, and I'm reading down here, there was an advert saying gov.uk forward slash business hyphen support. I haven't had a chance to read it, but hopefully there's some decent stuff in there. That was only just before we went went live. So, and again, it's not a political rant or anything like that. I just think they need to simplify it for the engineers out there because the NHS staff do an absolutely fantastic job, but the engineering manufacturing side of things, you know, they're playing a key role at the moment because they're making these critical components. So they need that support. Absolutely. 100 percent. Yeah, I think in this moment in time, I think there's going to be there are going to be casualties on every front. Um, it's it's awful to say, but I think that's the reality of it. Um, and I just think that we've just got to try and get through this together as, and try and work together as much as we can. And we have been seeing a lot of unity um amongst all of the manufacturers um and, and 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 there's one industry in my opinion that never seems to stop the nhs is obviously one but manufacturing is also another they always seem to be, to be going from strength to strength and, and we will get through this i think paul you mentioned to me uh in a telephone conversation recently you know as an engineer if there's a problem you'll solve it and there'll be some very clever kind of uh, doctor somewhere that is going to solve the problem that we're currently in at the minute. It's temporary and we will get through. And we just got to kind of hang in there, really. It's tough for absolutely everyone. Um, but, you know, together we can get through it. And, 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 and like, hopefully, you know, people are enjoying and, and learning from the content that we're producing, your daily news every day, Paul, yours, Colin, and the, the, the network show that I watched this evening. Um, you know, not only uh, we we hope it's educational, but also it's something that for, for people to take their mind off what's actually going on at the minute, because it is a little bit, I find it personally, a little bit surreal. It just doesn't seem real. That's what surreal is, I suppose. 
<laughs> also, just on a light-hearted note, the, the, the show we do on MTD Network, well, I don't do it. I'd like to get all the praise for it. But Gina, Gina our social media guru, is brilliant. She does it. And it, it, it's serious because it showcases what engineers are doing and things like that. But it's a light-hearted show. So just, you know, people are working hard. They're a bit stressed or whatever. That is definitely worth, worth, worth watching. It really is. And also the guys in the background. I know Joff, for example, he's editing it. And he, I'll tell you what, it, it just it's five minutes. I can say five minutes of your life, you won't get back. That's not fair. It's actually very, very funny. It really is. They're a pair of idiots, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think it's important to have humour in, in these times. People need cheering up. And, um, and and I can't wait till we get out, out of this. And I think that when we do come out, out the other end, I'd like to think that some good comes from this. I really, really hope that oh, yeah. it will. And, and and I truly believe that it will um, too. I, I, there was a story that went out. There was a poem that I seen on social media, actually, that was written in 1847, I believe, but then it got re-released in 1919. In 1919, there was another pandemic, and the poem is literally like, it would be relevant today in what we're going through now. And they got over it then, and we will get over it again now. I've just got a question. Sorry. Uh, question, you know, is that true? Because I, I didn't know you were this, this educated and reading really poetry and stuff like that. I'm not educated. <laughs> you could probably, probably should do a limerick. That's about it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, think before, I thought before we wrap up, guys, I'd just uh, conclude with saying one thing, that next next week we've got some really good guests coming onto the show. We've got... Uh, Stephen, um, Managing Director of DMG Mori. We've got Ed James uh, from Citizen Machinery. This is MTD Daily. Uh, this is the MTD Daily. Yeah, we've got uh, CG Tech, um, the uh, suppliers of the Vericut, talking to us about software. Um, and we've also got a couple of, uh, you know, really quite high-profile engineers as well. So we've got a good mix of, uh, a good blend of people next week. So worth tuning into the show every day. Released about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, but of course, we've got the, the the bank holiday weekend this weekend, so we won't be back on uh, stream until Tuesday. But I think if I was going to summarise this week, and I think that's probably a good thing to do, you know, this week has been an interesting week. I'm glad we are at the end of it because we're another day or another week closer to you know getting back to uh, back to normal. But I think in general, it's been encouraging to see the activity on social media. Uh, it's okay. been encouraging to hear from some of the contributors we've had over the course of the last seven days. Uh, and it's been great to see our channel has continued to flourish during this time. That's brilliant. And it's been great that we haven't had any contact with you, Paul, apart from yeah. over digital media. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you very much, Colin. Thank you very much, Paul. I just want to, to, to end really with, um, on Tuesday, because it's Bank Holiday Monday, we have Question Time live at 11 o'clock with Tim Patterson from the Hoffman Group UK. And we have a podcast on Monday that's going to be released from Kasra about how, what would you expect from the perfect machine tool we'll have another podcast that will be released on wednesday so make sure you subscribe to all of the podcasts that mtd are now producing um, and keep in touch with everything that's going on thank you very much colin paul if you like this podcast please subscribe and subscribe and download thank you very much have a great weekend stay safe Thanks for listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.